0: Welcome back to another episode of Mama's Morning Cup podcast with me, Quinn Minier. Today I want to give a listener shout out to a new listener in Hongkou, Shanghai. I may have pronounced that wrong, but I am glad that I am reaching someone there. A faithful listener shout out goes to my listeners here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Hello friends, Thank you for listening to the show. If you want your city shouted out on the show, please continue to listen to the show. I do check the stats of where listeners are coming from regularly because I appreciate you all so much. Today on the show, I am continuing in our conversation about the assignment and bringing relationships part two. Man, This can be a complex conversation and I want to disclose that I am not a licensed marriage and family therapist. Uh, This episode and series are just for educational purposes. Sometimes I forget to say that. I don't want anyone blaming me for anything or suing me, please, please. I am just a girl with a whole lot of experience. Recently, um, me and my husband went on a date, much needed, I would add. We went to see the movie King Richard starring Will Smith. It's the story of Venus and Serena Williams and their father's dedication to their success. It is a must-see and I am so hoping to see Will finally get the Oscar he deserves. Uh, the relationships in that movie were complex from husband and wife to father and daughter, daughters and mother, coaches, and so on. Please check it out. So, onto today's episode. Welcome to Mama's Morning Cup Podcast. On this podcast, hang out with Quinn and guests who are also fellow mamas who will bring candid conversations covering the five pillars of inspiration, family, health, career, and books. Mama, we need to fill up our cups while juggling careers, our dreams, and a family. Mama's Morning Cup is a weekly podcast just for you to set your week up with intentional stories, joy, laughter, and a moment to yourself. My name is Quinn Minier, and I'm the host of Mama's Morning Cup. I am a mama of a thousand kids that love to encourage and inspire fellow mamas and fill their cups with intention. You can find me most days wearing leggings and reading a good book. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to remind you that you are not alone in this journey we call motherhood. Go behind the scenes of my chaotic household that should be a reality show, my opinions and views of this world, and hear from other women who will inspire us through stories of inspiration, family, career, and their health journeys. This is Mama's Morning Cup. The assignment, Intimate Relationships. I wish I was taught about companionship and intimate relationships sooner. How many of us were taught what it means to love yourself first and what it means to be a woman before we join in a relationship with another person? From the beginning, we were never meant to be alone. Let's define what intimate means. Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines intimate as of a very private or personal nature. Now, we all know what else it means, but we'll keep it clean for the show, okay? I said I would share how my friendship with Wilson, my husband, turned into marriage. Well, here it goes. Wilson and I met online. He sent me a message on a social app and I was reluctant at first. Remember, I was focused on myself and dating as a single mom was not entirely my focus. I was so focused on school with a double major, three children under the age of six, working a full-time job at an adult foster care home. I had enough on my plate. Plus, every guy I did go on a date with, which wasn't many during this time, didn't really want much. Has that ever happened to you? No true potential for anything long-term? Well, I am human, so I responded to Wilson. We ended up chatting on this app, and then we talked on the phone as well. I want to say he asked me out on a date. Long story short, I canceled on him about three times because I didn't have a sitter. We finally went on the first date and it was so much fun. He was a perfect gentleman all night. And I relate to my best friend that he was the one. Uh, We went on several dates for fun. We talked all the time and he even asked to take my children on a fun date. After a few months, i let him meet my kids, and to be honest, this was the first time he ever stepped foot into my apartment. My youngest was just one, so he helped me get her bag and car seat to go out for the day. My kids loved him right away. He started bringing his daughter around, who was three, when we met and we hit it off. Well, a couple more months passed, and we decided that even though we had feelings for each other, we would just be friends. We still talked all the time and hung out occasionally. I was focused on school and work. Well, school brought me closer to him, and I moved my children to the city we reside in now. I was tired of traveling 45 minutes back and forth to class. Of course, he helped me move, and he was around helping me with the kids, being a great best friend. A new year came, and we went out for Valentine's Day. It was that night, he asked me to be his girlfriend, and of course I said yes. Um, A month later, he proposed to me. He came to my apartment around 8 o'clock p.m. and was acting weird. I was looking like a hot mess express, Watching Dancing with the Stars. So, I remember that it was Nene Leakes dancing to the song Happy by Pharrell Williams. I will never forget that. He got down on one knee and started talking. Honestly, I have no idea what he said. All I heard was, will you marry me? And I said, what? Me? I asked that so many times He kept saying yes. I cried. He cried. I couldn't believe this good man wanted me and take on the role of stepdad to my three children. He said he knew I was the one a long time ago, but wanted to wait and see. You know, men, they make us wait in agony sometimes. So when we did get married, I'm going to add this. When we did get married, our... um reception entrance song was Happy um, by Pharrell Williams because that song means so much to me because it was the one playing in the background. So that's our love story. Here's my tangible takeaway advice to do first before you enter in a romantic and intimate relationship. One, take your time to be committed. Two, be clear about your non negotiables, values, and beliefs up front. Three, talk about the future and your personal vision and the vision of what the other person wants. Ask what the future holds for the two of you. Four, learn how to actively listen and also talk about communication style. Five, boundaries this is huge I am guilty just like everyone else of not having these things in place before starting a relationship one because I was not taught these things and had to find out for myself but no shade to anyone in my family because they were maybe not taught these things either Some of us have jumped right into relationships because we wanted to trust the person at face value, literally. But when things don't pan out, we wonder why. It's most likely because these things weren't put in place. In the words of the infamous Maya Angelou, when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. I am going to add a caveat here. As a former single mother and dating someone who was also a single father before blending families, get to really know the other family members, like truly getting to know the children, establishing a relationship with the children, because if you will be in their parents' life, you are also in their life. If they co-parent, that is something else you have to consider. We will get to our assignment as a mother in another episode, but I wanted to throw that out there since I have been in this situation and currently in a blended family where my bonus children actually live with us and we blended two different cultures. Not for the faint, I will tell you that now. A tip I want to give you is don't be so thirsty for love that you get yourself into a situation that isn't healthy. If you are finding yourself consumed with wanting a relationship, go back to building the relationship with yourself. You may have further interpersonal things you want to work on. Find out why you are needing a relationship. Marriage, oh man. I could devote an entire episode just on this topic. For the sake of time, let me be clear that marriage is definitely a marathon and not a sprint. A lot of the same concepts obviously apply when you are entering into a marriage because marriage starts with a friendship, then a relationship, and then a committed lifelong partnership. I don't refer to my marriage as a relationship, but a partnership. Like my husband likes to point out, we are 100-100, not 50-50. We have to be committed 100% and bring forth 100% of ourselves. 100 divided by 100 is one. We are one. Now, I will also say that my marriage isn't perfect at all. I don't know anyone who has a perfect marriage because I don't believe that exists. A marriage is for two imperfect humans who vow to stay committed through everything. Except, another caveat, if you are in a marriage or relationship that is abusive mentally and or physically, please seek help. I did an entire episode on this called Netflix's Made Review I will also link resources to the show notes for you. Marriage takes a lot of work, my friend. You have to set the foundation before getting married for sure. For my own personal marriage, we established that God is number one. Uh, we try very hard to follow what the Bible says, what marriage is. This is not true for everyone, though. Marriage, or even an intimate, committed relationship, is about companionship, friendship, and having a confidant that will help you throughout life. Relationships need nurturing, not just a title. We have to keep dating each other, not getting so comfortable being in a relationship we forget how we got each other in the first place. I strongly believe people who are committed to each other are to help each other fulfill their purpose. Almost like a cheerleader and a helpmate. Our assignment isn't just looking out for ourselves at this point, but looking out for each other. We intentionally spend time together so the other person isn't alone and they have someone they can rely on. We pour into each other. Remember when I talked about love languages in the last episode? Take time for each of you to take the assessment so you know how to pour into the other person. Understanding each other's needs is important. We set aside being single and start thinking about another person in a partnership. Most times our partner becomes our best friend. Not to mean you can't have another best friend or leave your girls behind, but it's definitely a different type of friendship. I mean, this person knows you intimately and knows your strengths and flaws. I know my friends don't see some of my flaws like my husband does. For goodness sakes, my husband sees me at some pretty vulnerable times. How about you? On the flip side, men need our support too. Their needs are different sometimes than a woman's needs. They don't need a mom. That's not our assignment in a relationship. We have children for that. They need a confidant and someone to vent to. Even if they don't want us to solve the problem, they know they can trust us with their feelings. They also need our respect, ladies. We are assigned to build them up, not to tear them down. We also know what else men need. I mean, it's in the Bible if you don't believe me. Uh, Depending on what you believe, men often lead and we serve almost like the co-captain. We are there to fulfill their needs and they are there to fulfill ours. You grow together. As a woman, we need security, a person that we can trust with our emotions, our finances and physical being. We also like to have a protector. I mean, if you hear a noise, who's going first? It isn't me. When we take our time to be committed for life, this is our engagement period. And I don't think this should be a rushed process because there's so much that you have to be prepared for before signing that license. When you are dating and in a relationship, you were clear about your non-negotiables, values, and beliefs up front. And this is the perfect time to revisit these things because we change as humans and we don't want to assume the other person has the same beliefs and values if it's been a while since you talked about them. It would be great if they were the same person, but... Let's be honest, if we stayed the same, we would all still be babies. Talk about the future and your personal vision and the vision of what the other person wants. Ask what the future holds for the two of you. When you have children, or again, if you're blending families, if you are listening and already married, sit down with your spouse and ask them, what do you see in the next year, five, or even ten years? See how things align with each other's vision. Remember, it's a partnership. So if it's a family vision, some compromise may need to be made. Go back to episode 23, creating a well-visioned life for your family, to go through an exercise together. The number one struggle I would say in marriage, well, I guess in a relationship too, is communication. You have to be willing to take time out to listen to the other person's thoughts, feelings, and also watch their actions. Not just hear what they say, but actively listen. Be willing to respond when the time is right and care about what they are saying to you. Have you ever talked to someone and you just know they aren't listening to you or understanding where you're coming from? Keep talking, my friend. Don't let anyone close that communication channel. The other thing I want to add to this is when communicating with someone, don't do it to change them. You can't change a full adult. You can guide them and express thoughts, but you cannot change someone who has already made up their mind. You have to wait on that person to want to change for themselves if that's what they want not you, but better believe you should believe their character. Let's talk about boundaries. I said this is huge. This can start arguments. I am so serious. I am a routine person and I love my boundaries. My husband is more of a free spirit and goes with the flow type of person. A boundary we have discussed is no business talk at bedtime. Nope. Both of us being entrepreneurs has its moments, but if we don't set those boundaries, then our sacred space of our bedroom is compromised. What about you? What boundaries do you have? I actually want to recommend a book, um, and I'll link in the show notes. It's from Nedra Glover Twab. Um, I believe it's called Set boundaries find peace again i will link it in the show notes for you um this is an excellent book uh to talk about or learn about boundaries i should say and we're actually this month of december um when this episode airs is our book of the month and the mama's morning cup community if you want to join that community i'll link that in the show notes as well so set the tone for how people treat you You are somebody, and if you worked on the relationship with yourself prior to getting involved with another person, then they should already know what you stand for and how to treat you. This doesn't mean they won't test the waters. Oh, people can still push your buttons, but you have to be willing to put your foot down and let it be known what you will and will not tolerate. I'll get off my soapbox at that point. Ultimately, our assignment as a woman in an intimate relationship is to tend to our partner as they tend to us. This is the foundation before we can pour into our children. It has to be strong. I am sure everyone needs a little work. We aren't perfect, right? Again, I recommend the book Relationship Goals by Michael Todd. Um. When taking on the role of being parents enters the equation or taking on the role of a step parent in blended families enters the relationship in marriage, oh man, get ready. As a mama listening or a mom to be listening, you may be well aware of how things can change. Mamas to be, this is not to scare you, but prepare you. In the next episode, we will talk about the assignment of motherhood. So thank you for listening to today's episode. And remember to check the links in the show notes. I appreciate you as always. And I will see you next time.